Welcome to The Benefits Beat, the podcast that helps you navigate the complex world of benefits. Together, we're going to dive deep into the industry, breaking down the barriers and exploring different topics surrounding benefits. We'll be bringing in subject matter experts who will share their knowledge, offering tips and tricks to help you understand, and more importantly, benefit from your benefits. Whether it's health insurance, dental, vision, disability, or other total rewards you're offered, we've got you covered. Our aim is to empower you with the knowledge and understanding you need to make informed decisions. So join your hosts, Maggie and Zach, every two weeks as we explain the nuances, all in an effort to make it easier for you to navigate the world of benefits. Hi, I'm Maggie McConnell. And I'm Zach Ward. We're co-hosts for Hub Haran's Employee Benefits Podcast, The Benefits Beat. Today we're going to talk about not a flashy topic, but one that I think is very, very important for employees. It's going to be primary care, kind of how to interact with your primary care physicians, what are some options for you, and how to best interact with them. So the first question I want to ask you, Maggie, is you have a condition that you manage ongoing. Um, Can you talk a little bit about that and how your PCP relationship comes into play? Yep. So I am a type 1 diabetic for anyone who does not know. Um, I have been diabetic, I think, for almost 25 years now, so I'm pretty uh, well-versed in that. So I do have a pretty established relationship with my PCP. Um, They're very easy to get a hold of, and it is one call away if I ever have anything wrong with me, if I'm sick. Um, I actually got COVID a couple months ago, and that was a very quick appointment with, um, got my Paxlovid afterwards, all exciting stuff. Um, but it is a very good relationship I have with my PCP. Um, not only do it gives me better access, but um, they also have my entire history on file still. I think she has all of my records back since when I was like six years old. Um, so she is able to look back in my history. So if anything pops up, she can see the trends. Um, if anything were to pop up, she can track my health over time and really just be able to make those informed decisions based on the data that she has over the years and has accumulated. Okay, so I think we need to back up a little bit just in case anyone doesn't know. Zach, what is a PCP? Yeah, so when we're talking about PCP, what we're talking about really is a primary care physician. So a lot of times you think, who is the first person that you go to when you have any sort of annual physical, when you do get sick throughout the year, that's going to be your primary care physician. We're going to refer to it as a PCP um, just be aware that that's what we're talking about when we're, when we're discussing it. Okay, so you just told us what a PCP is. Um, are there different types, and how do you find one if you don't already have one? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. There are a lot of different types of, of primary care physicians. Traditionally, the majority of employees are just going to access their network PCPs. So the way you do that is you go onto your carrier website, whether it's Anthem, United Healthcare, et cetera, and go to look in their networks. What you're going to do is you're going to search for primary care physicians. If you do not have one, that's a really good resource to say, okay, this is what I'm looking for, and it'll pop up 50 different primary care physicians in your network. Typically, they're going to tell you if they're accepting new patients, but you can always call them and say, hey, my name's Zach. I'm looking for a new primary care physician. I was wondering if you guys are accepting new patients at this time. There's also a couple other options. I know one that's come up in the last two years here, especially since COVID, is the telehealth. A lot of employers are offering telehealth for their employees right now. Um, It's a really good solution, especially in a case where you probably know what's happening, but you really just need to talk to a doctor for whatever reason. I know my my colleague here, Brandon, um, loves to go there for children's ear infections. He typically knows there's going to be an ear infection, but he really needs a doctor to kind of prescribe him the, the antibiotics needed for his kids. So it's a quick, easy way to go get in front of a doctor and get the antibiotics he needs. And then there's also some more 
aggressive ways that employers are trying to get you access to primary care physicians. Those can be in the ways of a on-site clinic. That can be in a way of what we call a concierge primary care service where they have 15 to 20 that are designated for just simply their employees. So if you're looking for a primary care physician, the best place to go is going to be your carrier website. Human resources team are also a great resource for employees. Go to them, say, hey, I need a primary care doctor. Can you help me get one? Ultimately, it's going to help improve your health, um, and they'll be happy to help. This leads me into one of my next questions for you. What are the benefits of employees and their families going to their primary care doctors? Yeah, I I think this question can go a a couple of different ways. Um, You think about things like, obviously, your employer wants you to go to the primary care physician, right? A lot of times during open enrollment, they're going to incentivize you to, whether it's a $50 gift card or some money off of your premiums. And then you look at, okay, why do I care about going to a primary care for myself and for my family? So the two ways you can answer that is, again, obviously you want to get the incentives. Your employers want you to go to the primary care physician because they know that people are healthier when they do. It's a great example, right? If, if somebody can catch cancer earlier, it's always better. It's going to cost them less in the long term as well, but ultimately they just want you to be healthy. And then the other side of that is is really the more important piece, and I think where a lot of employees don't realize is, what does that mean for me and my family? If you look at the data, which we're big on here, is non-engaged populations cost way more out of pocket than engaged populations. What that means is if I go to see my primary care doctor, out of my own pocket, it's going to cost me less than if I don't go to see the doctor. That's going to come in a form of I don't have one, so then when I get sick, I'm going to go to the emergency room and spend more out of pocket. But ultimately, the goal is to keep it as cheap as possible to you. And the way you're going to do that is have a primary care that is your first line of defense in any time that you're going to see an annual physical, you get sick, that's who you want to be going to. And that actually reminds me of a really good story that I have actually. So catching things early, I think, is always key in my mind. Obviously, I just said I'm type 1 diabetic, so, you know, catching things early. So I know my, you know, any sicknesses can progress a little faster than other people's. Um, But I actually know someone who went in to his PCP for his annual physical His blood sugar was a little elevated, which was abnormal for him. And someone in his family was already a type 1 diabetic. So he knew the signs and asked his primary care physician for an HbA1c test, which is a super simple blood test that monitors your blood sugars over a three-month span. And his was actually elevated. So that is actually how he found out he was type 1 diabetic. And you know, thinking about this story, I think about that situation compared to the countless stories I've heard over the years from other diabetics that, you know, their diagnosis was a lot more scary and a lot more chaotic. And in some extreme cases, it was a near death situation um, where, you know, they could have been more prepared for the outcome of being a type one diabetic if they had been consistently going to their PCP each year, just for a quick catch up, they could have caught it a little sooner the side effects or, you know, the diagnosis wouldn't have been such a big, you know, bombshell to them because they, you know, walked in, you know, normal, maybe walked in with a different diagnosis, but at least you're not being carried into an emergency room. Yeah. And I think there's, there's two ways that you can think about sort of health awareness, right? If I'm going to get a biometric screen, right? I, my employer sends somebody on site and I get my numbers run. That's awesome. A lot of times that kind of falls off afterwards, right? You're just Mm -hmm. doing it because your employer wants you to, Um, You're just doing it to kind of check the box. But if you're actually going to establish a relationship with your PCP, your primary care physician, that's where a lot of the, okay, they know my history. They understand, okay, maybe two years ago you were in a much better spot. And now I'm seeing 
X, Y, Z come up and we need to address that moving forward. The, the flashy topics are always the cancers and, and the diabetics as well. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of areas where even just small incremental changes can really improve your physical, mental, emotional well-being. All right, Maggie, let's talk about wellness incentives, because I think when you think about employees and, you, and our listeners, that's where probably 95% of their experience with, why do I need to go see a PCP? How do I need to go find one? That's where a lot of their experience is going to come from. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of employees I talk to or have talked to throughout the years or at open enrollment when this issue comes up a lot um, are sometimes frustrated with having to complete wellness requirements like a physical or blood work in order to receive that discount on their medical premium or a gift card or whatever their incentive may be. So while I get that people are busy, I don't think that we talk about how important these yearly tests really are. So this gives us a great opportunity to talk about the importance and the reasoning behind the requirements And I think a lot of that is centered around having a primary care physician. Yeah, Maggie, that's a really good point. I'm going to tie it back to um, a personal experience. I I shared with you yesterday that I just came from the eye doctor, who I would consider to be kind of the primary care physician for my eyes, right? (laughs) Um, I haven't been in probably 15 years. I just, I've gotten lucky with good, no? Oh, no, I was, sorry, this is more of a disappointment. I'm like, come on, you got to go to the eye doctor more. (laughs) So what happened there was, again, I haven't been in 15 years. She's looking at me and saying, well, your vision's really good, but let's go ahead and take some pictures of your eyes. What they found was some scarring, which is probably normal for the majority of people, I would think. But more importantly, she saw something that she said, let's go ahead and dilate you and take a little bit of a deeper image. When she did that, ended up having a gigantic scar on my eye, which may be nothing, may be something that I end up having to go get a surgery on or, or some sort of procedure but ultimately, if I would have never gone, that may have turned into me losing my eyesight. Mm-hmm. I know we're probably going down like a worst case scenario path here, but you never know what, what could happen, right? If, if your friend hadn't gone and seen his doctor about his HbA1c test, never found out he had diabetes. And until it was too late. Until it was too late, mm-hmm. exactly. So I think we're really talking about really flashy examples of this, but ultimately that's what primary care physicians are there for, and that's why you need to go see them. Yeah, and I think that's also a great reminder that while you may feel great and on the outside you look great, there could be something underlying. So you need those tests, you need those blood, you need that blood work, you need those physicals in order to really kind of deep dive a little bit into your health and kind of invest your time and your money into figuring out what's wrong with you early on. Yeah, and I always love when employees, they want cheaper coverage, they want better coverage, Mm -hmm. but they don't go see their primary care doctor. Mm-hmm. ultimately what this really is about is about accountability over time. We mentioned that if uh, a person goes and sees their primary care doctor, they're going to be cheaper. That's affecting your plan and why I know we're, we're talking to employees here. Over time, that's going to start adding up, right? Mm-hmm. If, if your whole entire company is going to see their primary care doctor, they're healthier, they're better, which in turn relates to better prices, better coverage for you, your spouse, and your children. Mm-hmm. And you had that great stat that you said earlier um, about the engagement and how non-engaged employees cost significantly more than engaged employees. Well, think if your entire company is not engaged in their health and they're not getting their physicals and they're not getting blood work, that is going to create more problems because they're not going to find any issues earlier on. And then it creates a bigger problem for the employer. I mean, they have all these crazy costs because no one is going to the doctor. 
well, that money has to go somewhere. They have a split between employer and employee. And if employees are unhappy with the pricing that they're getting, it's probably because they have a more unengaged population. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a, a lot of them do want to lower that cost trend. But more importantly, when you when you go and see your HR representatives, they may say, hey, we have this wellness incentive and it's going to save you some money. But ultimately, their goal is to retain you as an employee, is to make sure that you're, you're healthy, make sure that your family is healthy. That's where a lot of the miscommunication is. People think that wellness incentives are there to um, get information on them or whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. But employers want you to be healthy. They want you to live a good life and live healthy life and as well as your family. Yeah. They just want you to know your numbers. <laughs> I had to say it. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, Maggie. So kind of to recap what we've talked about today is obviously the importance of, of going to see your primary care, more so establishing a relationship with them so that they can build with you over the years, understand your history, understand what's going on right now, really make informed decisions about your health. And then obviously, what are some resources? How do I find one? Can you give me three key points that you'd want our listeners to take away for today? Yeah, definitely. I think the first is the importance of having a PCP. You got to know your numbers and you have to establish that relationship early on. I think the second is how do you find a PCP? So you have to utilize your resources. So you have your carrier websites and your HR team. And then I think the third is when to see them. Um, they're going to be your first line of defense. So you go for your annual, annual physical anytime you're sick or any non-emergent situations that may pop up. In other words, don't wait 15 years like me. Exactly. <laughs> well, perfect. Awesome, Maggie. We'll tune in next week for our next show. Nothing we say in this podcast is representative of any specific plan and should not be considered as legal, regulatory, or accounting advice. If there are any discrepancies between what we say and your plan document, your plan document will prevail. If you have any questions about your benefits, please reach out to your HR representative. Thanks for tuning in today. Our suggestion box is always open, so if you have a question you would like us to answer or a topic you would like us to cover, send us a message on Instagram at The Benefits Feed. And remember to subscribe on your favorite listening app so you never miss an episode. And be sure to follow us on social media for more benefit tips and tricks.